Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. All right. So here's our question today on Ask Wardy. It is from Alyssa F. And she says, hi, I'm curious if I can use kombucha instead of apple cider vinegar, whey, or lemon juice when soaking grains or legumes the night before. Thanks, Wardy. Well, thank you, Alyssa, for your question. And here's the answer. Yes, but I'm not going to leave it at that. I could just tell you yes, but I want to explain a couple of things. First of all, we may have some people on here or watching the replay later that don't know what we mean by soaking grains or beans. What? What is that? Well, soaking is the very simple traditional food prep method of making your grains and your beans or seeds, really, because it applies to nuts and what you think of as seeds like pumpkin seeds or sunflower seeds, makes them more nutritious and digestible. Because seeds, whether it's a grain, bean, nut, or seed, they have a couple things that we consider anti-nutrients. One of them is phytic acid, and that is an anti-nutrient that if we don't do anything about it, we consume the seed, whether it's ground up into flour or in a chili or whatever. If you consume it without taking care of it, it binds with minerals in your digestive tract and can lead to mineral deficiencies. Mineral deficiencies are rampant in today's world. Our soils are mineral depleted. Just nearly everybody has mineral deficiencies. So the better we can prepare our grains and seeds to to handle that phytic acid, the better off we are. We don't want to lose any more minerals than we need to, right? So that's issue number one with seeds, including grains and beans. Issue number two is enzyme inhibitors. So the seeds, they're like locked up and ready to sprout by planting and we eat them. They're a wonderful food, but if we don't take care to soak, sprout, or ferment, those are grain prep methods, seed prep methods. If we don't take care to do that, the enzyme inhibitors can also cause us problems. Basically, they inhibit the enzymes, our own digestive enzymes, from working and we only have a limited supply of them. And our body has to make metabolic enzymes and digestive enzymes. So if we're just wasting our digestive enzymes, it's like we're wasting our body's resources. And that's why a lot of people might get stomach aches from eating nuts. It might not just might be not be the nuts themselves. It might be the enzyme inhibitors, where if they would soak their nuts first and then eat them, they may not have a tummy ache. Um, it's a possibility. So that's the issue with soaking. And soaking is just one of three methods for seeds. We can soak, sprout, or ferment slash sourdough. And Alyssa's question today is talking about soaking. So we're going to particularly talk about that. I'm glad you're finding this helpful. So that's the question. Um, That is, what is soaking and why soaking? That's the first thing I want to say. So if you're here listening live, um, tell me in the comments. Give me a thumbs up if we're on the same page and you understand, you can also share in the comments. Be sure to include your first name. Tell me if you are in the practice of regularly soaking your grains or beans currently. Let me know that. Thank you for the love, everyone. And while I'm taking a drink here, if you want to take a moment to share, if you like what you're hearing, share with your followers on Periscope, Twitter, or Facebook so they can join the fun too. So we've got a just started. Angie says, yes, I soak. 
And Jamie says, oh, yes, so important for us. Being happy first says happy. So I'm going to take that as a yes. Yes, we're on the same page. Debbie says, I soak beans. Meg says, yes, always. I really notice a difference. No stomach pain. And we have, I've soaked for about a year from Dina. Elizabeth says, I'm not, but I'm getting there. Well, you can do it, Elizabeth. Um, beans. We're soaking beans. Um, I, Danielle says, I can only eat beans soaked while pregnant. Interesting. No, but we'll try now, says Katie. Good. Cass says, I always soak seeds and I use sourdough for grains. Awesome. Okay, so the second part of answering Alyssa's question, because she said, can I use kombucha instead of soaking for grains and beans? Um, the second part of that is, well, what is the soaking process anyway? The soaking process is you take your grains or your beans, even your flour, you combine it with warm water and an acid, and you give it at least seven to eight hours or, or overnight. And the acid neutralizes the phytic acid. Um, and it just really takes care of the anti-nutrients to make the grains or beans or whatever it is more digestible and nutritious for us. So it's very, very simple. You're not spending any more time on what you're doing. You're just starting it a little bit earlier and working in that soaking time. Okay, part three now. Alyssa's asking, well, can I use kombucha? Because so often soaking recipes will say, combine your... Um, you know, your, your flour with water, whatever liquid, and lemon juice, apple cider vinegar, or um, what else do they say? Whey. Anyway, some kind of acid. Well, and she's saying, can I use kombucha? So I need to tell you what kombucha is. Kombucha is a fermented beverage. It involves a SCOBY. I'll have a link for you in the show notes if you want to see more about it. But it's a probiotic beverage that involves a culture of bacteria and yeast. And there are acids in this finished beverage. So kombucha itself is an acid. It contains acids. So yes, it can replace um, apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, um, regular vinegar. Because the thing is, it's not those particular things. It's an acid. You need an acid medium in your soaking. So kombucha is a fermented beverage with acids in it. So yes, you can use kombucha. So if a recipe says take one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar with a cup of water and you know half cup of rice and soak overnight, you can simply substitute the kombucha for the apple cider vinegar or the lemon juice or the white vinegar or whatever acid it calls for. It's a straight substitution. Just use kombucha instead. Everybody on the same page? I heard, saw a comment there about somebody making kombucha with green tea. We do love that too. So everybody on the same page, the hearts are flowing, thank you. So I'm gonna take that as uh, everyone nodding, yes, we're on the same page, okay. Does anybody currently here use kombucha in soaking? I think it's an interesting thing to do and sometimes I recommend that people use kombucha simply because we got a check mark from being happy first, simply because kombucha is not quite as sour as apple cider vinegar. So like a soaked rice recipe where you don't actually drain the water after the soaking, you just cook right in it, might be pretty sour um, with the vinegar there. But if you use kombucha, it's not quite so sour. Now, of course, you have the option of draining, but you don't have to drain your soaking water when you soak rice overnight, for instance. So if you went with kombucha instead, you'd have a very simplified process and a not sour result. So it's an option um, if that's all you've got, but it's also an option you might choose if you prefer a less sour result. Danielle says, yep, I just bottled a bunch of over-sour bucha. I love that for, the, for that very purpose. Good for you. Okay, so um, 
I just wanted to talk a little bit about, I just mentioned two reasons why you might want to use kombucha. One, it's, and this is the final aspect of today's show. One, it may be all you have. Two, it may be, you know, you've got a lot of it, like Danielle just mentioned, it's overly sour, you want to use it up. Third, it might be a desired flavor that you want in the end, like the kombucha is less sour than apple cider vinegar, and so you just want kind of the benefit of the acid soaking without the strong apple cider vinegar taste. The fourth reason is, remember I told you the kombucha was a fermented beverage? So it has live cultures in it. And anytime you soak with live cultures, you're making the soaking enhanced beyond simply an acid soak. Lemon juice, um, white vinegar, those don't have any beneficial organisms in them. So it's simply the acid doing the soaking. But if you use a bioactive, I call it, soaking acid, like um, apple cider, raw apple cider vinegar has cultures, kombucha, or you could do water kefir. If you use any of those um, um, acid liquids that have beneficial organisms in it, it actually adds a bioactive like in, um, element to the soaking. It's sort of like the beginning stages of a fermentation. And on the scope of, of grain or seed prep methods, you have soaking, sprouting, and fermenting. Fermenting is actually the most effective way to make your grains, beans, seeds, nuts um, uh, most digestible and nutritious. So if you're using an acid medium that has um, beneficial cultures in it for your soaking, you are kind of turning it into a mini early fermentation and getting enhanced benefits through that soaking. Does that make sense, everyone? I don't want to tell you it's like a full-on ferment, but it has elements of a fermentation because those organisms are present and they're eating the starches and sugars in whatever you're soaking. And so for whatever duration of time you give the grains or beans with that um, acidic medium that has organisms in it, whatever duration of time that is, there is going to be some um, starch consumption on the part of the organisms, and that only leads to more nutritious and digestible grains, beans, nuts, seeds. We've got a thumbs up in the comments. I feel like that's kind of a complex thing to explain, and I'm just thinking through it logically rather than telling you I read this somewhere. Um, but I know enough about fermentation. When you have organisms involved, they're consuming starches and sugars and flour. So if you introduce some of that in a simple soak, it just is lo completely logical that the organisms are going to enhance the um, straight acid soak. Seems pretty logical to me. So that was five reasons you may want to use uh, kombucha <laughs> to soak your grains and beans. Now, I have time to take a question or two related to Alyssa's question. Moms with Alice, can kefir be used to soak overnight oatmeal? Yes, definitely. Kefir is acidic. It also has those organisms I was talking about. So if you are combining your oats and water the night before, I didn't say this, but apple cider vinegar, whey, lemon juice, kombucha, water kefir, dairy kefir, yogurt, those are all suitable um, acid soaking mediums. And the ones like yogurt or kefir or water kefir or kombucha or raw apple cider vinegar that have the beneficial organisms of the mother culture, you know, assuming they're raw, if they have active cultures, they're going to enhance your soaking. So yes. Thanks everyone for joining me today. I'll see you again, possibly tomorrow to record my podcast, but definitely next Wednesday, drink in hand for Ask 40. Love you all and God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. 
Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.